1: El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación.
0: to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekend columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. And then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, mind your own business. Joining me today, it's... I mean, it's just me and Jeff. Do I have to do this every time? I'm adam todd brown jeff is jeff we do this we do podcasts jeff does a bunch i do a bunch and then you listen to them ladies and gentlemen adam todd brown and jeff may it's gonna be a great show hey everybody welcome to unpopular opinion i'm your host adam todd brown jeff Cut it out.
1: Cut, like you want me to leave? Well,
0: the thing you were doing, where you're back to mocking me when I
1: just am trying to talk like a normal person. Okay. First off, you don't talk like a normal person, so I'm going to knock that one right off the table. Two, I don't know what you're talking about, and there's no proof of that at all. So I
0: talk better than a normal person, so you're right. Mm -mm -mm. I don't. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant.
1: I meant the bad way. So, hey Jeff, how's it going? Oh, great, Adam. Great, great, great. Things are great. Certainly not too busy. Yeah, it's just me and Jeff again
0: this week because I have a lot going on, and I don't fucking have time to book
1: guests. not have time to organize that shit.
0: Yeah, I didn't even get through all the notes for this episode. We're going to have to
1: what? wing oh, the you, last you didn't have to half. you didn't have to peek that curtain behind. No, we could they're have just fine. faked that the whole way.
0: They'll forget by the end of the episode when it's still going so good. They'll be like, holy shit, is this the part... Where there were you no fucking notes. fucking idiots. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't even you matter. You dumb
1: fools. I'm gonna bamboozle motherfuckers today. <laughs> oh, little sleight of hand here. Oh, what happened? My thumb's oh, being separated oh, from my your... hand.
0: Oh, that was crazy. I that. wish people could have seen that, but. We do magic here. We sure do. We are talking about the state of Mississippi this week, like Ooh. we usually do. I would... We're gonna put the pee-pee in Mississippi. <laughs> That's gross. That's very gross. Yeah. I'd say about 70% of our episodes are about Mississippi, something like that.
1: In a roundabout way, yes. Mississippi is, it's like the weird stepchild of America where you like forget about it and then as soon as you take a look at it, you're like, oh no, things are not good there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And things are definitely not good there right now. It, It feels like Mississippi's in jail. They're definitely in some dire circumstances, that's for sure.
1: Especially the city of Jackson, Mississippi. Ah, the one that uh, Johnny Cash invented. Yes, yes. Yeah. What a great song. Right? Love I'm it. going to Jackson, but not to drink water.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Of course, I don't... he
1: wouldn't have at the time, so that's okay. Right, he would have been drinking pure whiskey at the time. Yeah, probably like weird grain alcohol. Yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah, we're talking about the Jackson water crisis, which is... Perfect
1: a fodder for a comedy podcast
0: oh yeah there's gonna be lots of yuck ups on this episode i would say lots of bits we gonna get them funny bones wet but we're not just talking about the water crisis because there's another
1: crisis in mississippi and that crisis is brett Favre. that man is a moving crisis he is just a tropical storm just yeah. damaging whatever piece of land he manages to float over for a while
0: yeah he is he is a walking problem it's just a problem with feet. Is what Brett I know what Favre you're thinking
1: is. too. How could a privileged southern white guy who's never really had anything holding him back create that kind of a person? Yeah. I don't see it.
0: Yeah. Who could have seen Brett Favre taking this turn? You know?
1: It's one of those things, but then I look at it and it's like, I don't know, man. I feel like there's lots of dudes that used to have that job that aren't huge pieces of shit. Oh, yeah.
0: That's the thing. And Brett Favre was always heralded as like an especially good dude because he played for the Packers for all those years.
1: He just had blue collar energy.
0: Yeah. He did Wrangler commercials
1: like a nerd. He had a drawl. He talks like he's got a mouthful of chaw.
0: Yeah, and he was a good quarterback.
1: He was a particularly talented quarterback, but he had interesting experiences from a quarterback perspective. Like I remember a lot of his receivers were like trying to get him to stop throwing as hard. Yeah. Because he would like he wouldn't know how to gauge properly. So he would just bullet everything at people. I think he like split someone's hand with a football.
0: Yeah, he was a gunslinger in every sense of the word, especially the part where he threw almost as many interceptions as he did touchdowns.
1: Yeah, it's the Canseco method.
0: Yeah, but he's also a huge piece of shit. And his latest efforts in that department very directly involve the state of Mississippi and the same residents of Mississippi who are impacted by the water crisis that's happening
1: there it's a good reminder that brett Favre is a huge piece of shit to all types of people right
0: he doesn't discriminate in that way he does no no, discriminate. no. he's
1: an equal he's an equal opportunity massive piece of shit
0: right right
1: he probably did this water thing it wouldn't surprise me he probably we find out later that yeah there's texts coming out that brett was like oh man fuck the infrastructure or whatever he would I need say a vo- i was in something I need about a volleyball Mary. stadium man I need- A volleyball stadium. (laughs) Nobody needs a volleyball stadium. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's the worst. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. We're going to close by talking about Brett Favre. I think before we get into Jackson's water crisis, we should just remind people of a thing that we've brought up a few times, but we haven't ever really dove into it in detail. But the water in your state is probably not great also. In your state, meaning wherever you are. Listening to this. Because just a reminder, there was a 2016 Reuters investigation that revealed water is Flint, Michigan level bad in 3,000 communities around the country.
1: That seems like all the communities.
0: You would think, but when you look into how Reuters broke this down, they surveyed areas by census tracts. And mm-hmm. a census tract is an even smaller subdivision of a state. Than zip code. Like the average zip code is around 7,500 people. The average census tract is around 4,000. And it's in these specific census tracts where they found these communities where the water was a problem. And you're not going to believe this, but it's a lot of high poverty, low income.
1: Areas, if you can believe that. So wait, about four thousand people, and if it's three thousand, does that mean it's like twelve million people that have this water problem? It's a whole lot of people, yeah. Yeah, so like four thousand times three. I'm in my head. That's twelve million, right? Yeah, I mean
0: that's that's a oh, rough shit. estimate, obviously, but it's going to be around that. Yeah, it's very alarming.
1: Cool. Oh, it's awesome, man! Great. You still drinking tap water? No. I've always used, at the very least, a filter, but I have the sparklets man show up and give me some nice, fresh, hopefully not poisoned water. I use a filter at home. We also have sparklets at
0: home, but I use that more for like if there's a fucking earthquake. Like we cycle through it, but that's like my emergency reserve water. But here at the office, I got that sparklets delivery with the dispenser, the hot and cold dispenser. Yeah, yeah, that's what I have.
1: I have the dispenser at the house. So nice. It's not a bad deal, if I'm not going to lie to you.
0: Yeah, it's a little expensive, but it's worth it, especially with the state of water
1: these days. Yeah, the state of water in other states. Terrifying. So, And it is funny, too, because Flint gets all this attention, even though it's not getting helped. And we're like, yeah, but this is also happening in 3,000 other places.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It seems like with Flint, yeah, that's just the first one where it became so noticeable. And I think it's because they made that switch. They were getting their water from yeah. Detroit, where all the clean water is apparently, and they switched to the Flint River or something. And all the pipes running to that river
1: were lead pipes basically lots
0: of lead pipes. When is the best
1: kind of pipe if somebody's attacking you do you want an aluminum pipe
0: no and if you're like fighting off an attacker you want a lead pipe because you want to beat them in a way yeah. that also poisons them
1: yeah i was going to say you could also like do some sort of wrestling finishing move where you just like pour water down the lead pipe <laughs> yeah Make them shotgun a Dasani. Just some
0: shavings into their open wound. Yeah. That's going to give you cognitive issues in 15 years. Yeah, really.
1: That's like uh, dipping a Punjab stick in shit so they get an infection, even if it's not going to kill them.
0: Yeah, it is pretty gnarly what the effects of lead poisoning do. It causes all sorts of cognitive disorders that lead to, like, crime, (laughs) like
1: lack of impulse control. And it makes you so cool. It does. Yeah. Makes you smoke cigarettes in pictures. That's That's why there was so much colonialism in the Elizabethan era, because everybody was wearing lead paint. They were wearing like (laughs) lead makeup and shit like that all over their faces.
0: Yeah, it took us a long time to catch on to how much of a problem lead was. With this Reuters report, a lot of the areas that have the worst issues, like there's one community in the north side of Milwaukee, which that's the low income area of Milwaukee. And one of the That's problems. That's where the
1: Brewers th- players live.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's where Kristen Yelich lives. They have a bunch of issues with houses that still have lead paint because there's just slum lords in these areas who don't update anything. And like when you're in a situation like that where you're poor enough that you're not willing to live in those conditions, but kind of have to, you're also not going to complain that much because you don't have a ton of options. It's not like You can go stay at your parents' lake house until your landlord fixes the lead paint issue while you withhold rent. Like, you kind of live where people will take you.
1: Those landlords, they should be killed, right?
0: Yeah, I said that on the live on pops we need to be arresting a lot more people and putting a lot more people in jail but just different kinds of people and i think slum yeah, yeah. slumlords need prison they need jail time for sure yeah they should be in like hell yeah those are the kind of crimes to me where there should be mandatory minimums whereas the mandatory minimum like crack charges that used to be a thing Those mainly impacted people of color, which is why they were such a huge problem. It led to this huge disparity. Slumlords also mainly impact people of color, unless you're living in like West Virginia, where there just are only white people. There's slumlords there too, and they are handling their white people similarly. But a slumlord, that is an issue that is going to impact poor people, people of color, the most and like yeah fuck it you should go to prison there should be a mandatory minimum for charging people for substandard housing that should just be like five years in prison and the state takes over your property and gets to rehab yeah. it and- you should
1: get eminent domain yeah that's the only thing that's gonna work because fines don't work none of that works what is it they say fines are just ways to make crime legal for rich people yeah
0: I mean, when you think about like a tech company or an automotive company like Volkswagen, when they did all of those shady maneuvers to hide their emissions levels. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah. Also building Nazi vehicles. They just got a fine and they got a fine that wasn't even a fraction of how much money they made by not having to make those changes and put those safety measures in place. So it's worth it. It's worth it to be a criminal if you can afford the fine.
1: I think it's worth it to be a criminal anyway, to be 100% honest.
0: I would agree. As long as you're making money at it.
1: Make money. Like
0: sex crimes are a problem. Things like that. No,
1: no, 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 no. Not that kind of criminal.
0: Yeah, but like, yeah, if you're making a living
1: at it. As long as you're not slumlordin'.
0: Yeah, yeah. As long as you're not slumlordin' or, I don't know, being a crooked cop. It should also be in prison. Lots of them. So yeah, back in 2016, when we all understandably had some pretty big other fish to fry, Reuters very quietly released a report that found that there were thousands of communities in the U.S. that had water systems where the lead poisoning was worse than Flint, Michigan. And this never became big news in the U.S. Reuters is a European outlet, so... They were on it, but it seems like the kind of thing that would have picked up some steam in this country also. And nope, never did.
1: No, no. They were like, hey, America's fucked. And we're like, yeah, but we got the orange man and we got to vote him out.
0: Yeah. I mean, we were a year away from finding out UFOs are flying around the skies and not giving a shit either. So
1: living through the five year period of 2016 to 2021, explaining that to people Like, that's going to be what's in news clips in movies. Oh, yeah, there will be documentaries about that stretch of time.
0: And part of me has to wonder if the reason this didn't become bigger news is because, once again, it's mostly impacting poor people. And I guess you could argue, if you were in charge of a media outlet that wasn't making a big deal of this, I guess it's the kind of thing that could inspire some panic in the public and some unrest in the streets, but it should. It seems like it should do that.
1: Yeah, we should be panicked.
0: Yeah, I think people should be a little more worried about this. (laughs) Absolutely. Their investigation found, again, nearly 3,000 areas with lead poisoning rates that at the time at least doubled those in Flint. And that's double Flint when Flint was at the peak of its lead poisoning crisis.
1: When Flint was having its golden age.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. The salad days of Flint. salad
1: days of Flint's drinking water.
0: On top of that, 1,100 of those communities had a rate of elevated blood tests at least four times higher than in Flint during the peak of their crisis. And they're all facing the same issues as in Flint, which is crumbling infrastructure, but most have not gotten nearly the attention Flint received.
1: And we'll add that Flint still doesn't have the clean water as much of the attention as they've gotten.
0: Yeah, Flint hasn't gotten a ton of help. Some of the activists who have been most vocal about it have been murdered. So that has helped the other side, I'm sure. But yeah, there hasn't been a whole lot of aid or assistance to Flint. Just like there hasn't been a lot of aid to Jackson, Mississippi, who we're going to talk about soon. They're just now getting attention for their water issues. And that's solely because their water system
1: just, like, completely failed last month. From what I understand, Brett Favre stole all the water from Jackson, Mississippi, Grinch style? It wouldn't have surprised me. I mean, his
0: daughter's playing volleyball. She needs to hydrate, Jeff.
1: (laughs) Picturing Brett Favre, like, Grinching his way through the Jackson, Mississippi Whoville, which would be, like, regular Whoville, but with more guns.
0: Right. Yeah, he's wearing jean shorts. That motherfucker.
1: Yeah, from granglers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, to identify the locations with the terrible water, Reuters examined neighborhood level blood testing results. And they obtained the data from state health departments and the CDC. And it tracks poison rates among children tested in each location. Shockingly, a lot of the communities where lead levels were especially problematic, high poverty areas that have been that way for decades, like a rundown neighborhood in South Bend. South Bend, Indiana, even though Notre Dame is there, that's a wild fucking town. That's a dangerous place.
1: Yeah, man. Have you been to New Haven, Connecticut? Have I have not,
0: but I, I knew someone from New Haven.
1: Ooh, buddy. Yale is there, so you're like, wow, must be nice. And it's like, no, no, it is crimes. It is mostly crimes.
0: Yeah, I knew someone who went to Seton Hall which is in New Jersey. And she was like basically a gated community. There's one entrance in and out and the rest is just nightmare crime fuel all around. Mm -hmm. Bad times. And uh, Missouri's lead belt is also, if you can believe that, Lots of lead poisoning in the lead belt region of Missouri. Get out of town. And the thing is, most U.S. states disclose lead levels, but they don't do it on a community-by-community community basis. So, it's like the average. Right. So you'll see those levels, and it seems normal because, well, if that's the whole state, then that, that must be pretty spread out. But no, <laughs> there's usually small pockets of poverty that are contributing most of that yeah. lead poisoning. Do
1: you ever see the Daniel Tosh bit, the 15 minutes of fame joke that he does, where he just goes, that's an average. Oh, and then yeah. he points to the crowd and he's like, zero minutes, zero minutes, zero minutes, 20 years, zero minutes. Zero.
0: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Yeah, that is a lot how state lead levels work when they report yeah. them. Also, a lot of states won't report them. That why is, not? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder why. What's that come down to? All of this reporting, this stuff about... Like you saying, well, 3,000 communities. That's got to be all the communities. Reuters data only includes 21 states. It only covers around 61% of the
1: population.
0: But I'm sure the rest of the states are pretty good. Like the ones that didn't want to report their data. I'm sure they're doing great.
1: Yeah, right? Are they red states,
0: typically? I'm not sure. I didn't dig into... The report enough it seems like they would have mentioned that
1: if so it always seems like generally without stereotyping too much like new york seems like they'd be down to give you that information might be a lot of information but new york historically has great water anyway but usually places that believe in smaller government are the ones that are like we ain't telling you shit
0: yeah i don't know it does seem like they got data from some liberal leaning yeah. places like maryland they got A lot of data from, and it turns out Baltimore is pretty well fucked up. They got a lot of data from Wisconsin, and that's a red state, so I don't know. I don't know if it necessarily goes along party lines. I think some states are just fucking lazy, don't like
1: doing stuff. Yeah, these states don't want to work. Welfare states.
0: Yeah, and I bet, like, if you're in, like, Wyoming... You're probably like, what are we? There's no one here. And what like, are
1: we doing? I wonder if Texas gave that information. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because it seems like Florida would, because Florida is just like, we will tell everybody everything.
0: Yeah, there's no secrets anymore in Florida. That's what brought down Jeffrey Epstein. They stopped allowing secrets in Florida, and he
1: was fucked. Yeah, yeah. The only people that are allowed to have secrets in Florida now are Disney.
0: <laughs> exactly. they got a bunch.
1: They're like, you don't know, want to know how many people died here. <laughs> You know how they have like an ambulance below Disney that if somebody dies, they do not say they're dead until they're off Disney property. They're not declared dead.
0: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I know I know they do a lot of things to mask the amount of injuries that happen at amusement parks. Amusement parks are terrifying.
1: Or the kid that was cut in half trying to jump from the monorail to like another one and just... Pfft. Yeah, I don't like rides. I'm I'm, I'm not a big rides guy. I don't like, I'm not a big roller coasters guy. No. You know what a real roller coaster is? Drinking the water in one of these communities. You know what I'm talking (laughs) about?
0: But yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's the worst kind of gambling.
1: Well, no, because if you win, you get hydration. That's a pretty good win.
0: Hydration is nice. I'm not opposed to it. Now let's talk about Jackson, Mississippi. They are an example of one of these communities around the country where even if it's not lead poisoning necessarily in Jackson, their water infrastructure is... Almost non-existent. It's been a problem for a long time.
1: It is definitely one of those things that is crumbling, like falling apart, falling apart. And to which the amount needed to fix it is a number that you're like, that's not real.
0: Yeah. And it's an amount, you know, a place like Jackson, Mississippi is never going to get. Yeah. Because one of the things that comes up in this is there are already some accusations that what's happening in Jackson, Mississippi amounts to environmental racism. It's a... Democratic-leaning city with a population that I believe is 82% black in a state that is Republican-leaning with a majority white legislature. So for some reason, they tend to not get the funding and tax dollars that other communities in the state get. I don't know what that's about, but.
1: Yeah, honestly, I don't think we'll ever crack the code. Yeah. Secret for the ages.
0: So their current problems started in August when they had these historic levels of rainfall. I think one area got 12 inches of rainfall overnight. That's one foot.
1: That's Adam. a lot.
0: That's bigger than a foot long from Subway. That is. Are those not actually 12 inches? And they're famously
1: 11 inches.
0: I'm going to fucking riot.
1: They got sued over that? You don't remember that? There was like a lawsuit over it where it was like, you guys have been lying about this for kind of a while. And then their defense was footlong is the name of the sandwich, not a description of the length.
0: And you know what? I buy that explanation. That's good enough.
1: If they trademarked it, I guess. Yeah. Technically, Subway is always finding itself. Subway is the Mississippi of restaurants.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, that's got to be the biggest scandal in Subway's history,
1: right? Yeah, because they always <laughs> find themselves being like, our bread isn't fucking yoga mats. Yeah. Our tuna is tuna. Our spokesman is a our pedophile. Sp- a spokesman, yeah, he 100% had a lot of child porn. Oh, that, Jared. He flew too close to the sun. Yeah, he really pushed it. He, should he thought just, he was more famous than he was. Yeah, he he, he sure did. Yeah, you ain't Michael Jackson, buddy. You're not getting away with it.
0: Yeah. So when they had all of this rain, there were historic levels of flooding. And there's this one water treatment facility in Jackson, the OB Curtis Water Plant. And that seems to be a big part of the issue because it's constantly getting knocked offline by water and flooding. It's
1: like a bad router. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they just need to upgrade. You tried unplugging the water (laughs) plant and plugging it back in? Yeah, just do a full reset. Unplug it yeah, for wait. five minutes, not just the yeah. one minute. Someone give me give me a paperclip. <laughs> no, I got to put a paperclip in the thing. 30 seconds. That seems long. Right? Not worth it. Not worth it.
0: So when that happened, that left 150,000 residents, mostly black, without water for weeks. And let me tell you, it's not even close To what the residents of Jackson, Mississippi are going through, went through, obviously. But I am having remodeling done on my home right now. And you really take some things for granted. Like, it's hard for me to just go to my kitchen right now. Because we have a cat and we got to keep, there's like holes dug in the floor. Shout out to Mimi. Shout out to Mimi. There's like holes dug in the floor that she would like be able to go under the foundation of the home. It's total destruction down there. And I, like, can't even get to the kitchen to get water that easy. And I'm like, oh, I feel so
1: aggrieved. You I know can't... what you got to do is get one of those sparklets dispensers upstairs.
0: I'm on the verge at this point because it's it's a nightmare. And, yeah, you take stuff like being able to move freely about your home for granted until you can't. And in drinking water. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I can't imagine being in this situation where you just have no water and you're standing in hour, two hour long lines just to get bottled water.
1: Adam, you should get used to that because like in 15 years, that's just what it's going to be.
0: Yeah, it's going to be that. And I mean, it sounds really ugly to say, but kind of a person's only hope is that you have enough money to not be on the receiving end of that because that's... What the water crisis, global warming, that's all going to land on poor people the hardest.
1: It is currently. Yeah. (laughs) Puerto Rico is, as we're talking, is underwater, basically. Right. Um, I would like to add that it feels like they're just beta testing the apocalypse here.
0: In Jackson or in Puerto Rico? Because, yes, both.
1: All of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so people have been complaining about issues with the water system for Decades. Back in 2010, a winter storm caused several water main breaks and widespread water outage. On the bright side there, in response to that crisis, the city's hospitals increased privately owned well capacity and, as such, were able to remain open during this year's outage like how harrowing is this issue when that's the bright side it's like hey at least yeah. there was enough water to keep the hospitals
1: open yeah great news the dying people are dying less slow <laughs>
0: yeah the dying people are drinking all the water because the hospitals have it all
1: but yeah that seems like a waste of a resource if i'm being 100 honest a <laughs> little bit yeah because I- now you're just creating more hospital patients
0: yeah i've been rewatching lost stuff like that comes up it's like jack Are you really going to focus on this air marshal who's clearly going to die? There's people out here who aren't going to die. Give them the aspirin. Jeez. So in 2012, the city failed a U.S. EPA inspection enforcing Safe Drinking Water Act standards. That resulted in a November 2012 settlement requiring that the city improve water maintenance and here's the thing they didn't if you can believe that i don't believe you
1: for a second
0: adam i mean it seems like mississippi has some issues with how they allocate their funds (laughs) for Uh, shadowing
1: alert it kind of seems like i picture like a bunch of like old southern lawyers like the state Congress or whatever, just being like, "Wow, well, let's see how we're going to distribute our funds today, So Kind like real, of, yeah. foghorn, leghorn energy into their racism, you know?
0: And so in February 2021, there was another winter storm that shut down that same OB Curtis water treatment plant.
1: It's just like, here's another storm. So, you know, we're done.
0: I wonder if OB Curtis is still alive. What if that plant is like his pride and joy?
1: Yeah, just what he baby. made his
0: name with, and now he's just walking around town like, oh, fuck. Sorry. Fuck. Fuck. I didn't know. So that left residents without water for a month. So to put it mildly, the infrastructure in Jackson, Mississippi is crumbling. And white. a lot of that has to do with white flight. Mm. Which I think we all know what that is, but that's a phenomenon where white people just in mass start leaving a city.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting thing to address, white flight, because you're like, it's bad, obviously. And it's also at the same time, like if you lived in a place where you knew the water was going to be poisoned and you could afford to leave, would you?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's not just white flight that has impacted Jackson, there has been a lot of middle class flight which that's what you're describing, where just anyone who has even the most basic level of means to get out, they do get out because they are living in a city where the water infrastructure is crumbling. And, you know, who would want to stay? It's kind of a slumlord situation.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, The gray of the situation needs to be addressed versus the black and white of like, oh, these people are racist for doing this or whatever. And it's like, well, if I knew that my water was going to be poisoned in the next three years, I'd get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I don't want my kids to get lead poisoning because I want to be fair. Yeah. In that regard.
0: And it, again, it's a thing that started with white flight and then turned into middle class flight, which then it's not just white people. It's just anyone who had, because I mean, we... Think of Jackson, Mississippi as like this completely impoverished place because it's kind of small. There's only a hundred some thousand residents. I think it's under 200,000. It's
1: it's like the size of Worcester, Mass.
0: Yeah. But I looked into the amount of people living below the poverty line. It's 20%, which is a lot, but that means 80% are not. And so there are people with means in Jackson, Mississippi, and over the past decade, they've been leaving i don't remember the exact numbers but they've had a pretty significant drop in population between 2010 and 2020
1: dropulation jeff
0: come on
1: yeah give me a thousand dollars for creating that word the podcast is over actually all right yeah we did it and to think we would pod last forever
0: (laughs) oh come on it's happening
1: what it's friday it's it's wordplay day
0: it sure is it sure is So what happens with all of these residents leaving, that means less tax dollars are coming in to Jackson, Mississippi. And that means fewer available funds to fix their crumbling infrastructure. So the problem just kind of compounds. Things are so bad now that even though the EPA announced in December that Mississippi would get nearly $75 million for water infrastructure projects as part of the bipartisan infrastructure law, that would not be enough money Even if Jackson got all of it, all at least
1: it's at least 10%, right?
0: Uh, not even close. The city's mayor Chokwe Antar Lumumba said the city of Jackson alone needed closer to $1 billion to fix its water
1: system. That's like, like, I believe that, but imagine hearing a Chicago mayor say that and you'd be like, is this a crime thing? Are you guys going to be laundering that money? Yeah, exactly. Some Illinois governor.
0: And it it seems like part of the problem is Jackson runs their own water system. So with the demographics of that state, with Jackson being this democratic state that's mostly black, surrounded by, you know, mostly white, none of their neighbors have any incentive to help out. It's the same thing that's happening in Texas, where Texas has its own power grid. And that's why it fails when... There's an inch of snow on the ground because they can't draw power from neighboring states. It's in everyone's best interest for multiple states to be on the same, or at least multiple communities to be on the same drinking system, because then everyone involved has some interest in keeping it maintained. In Jackson, there's none of that.
1: No, no. Do we know why that happened? I'm not sure.
0: I didn't look up specifically why they have their own water system. Hmm. Probably so the people that run the state could do this to the city of Jackson.
1: Hmm. Who knows? It's wild, Adam.
0: But after the 2021 outage, the city asked for $47 million for sewer repairs. It got $3 million. So that wasn't enough.
1: That's the we've got food at home of money for sewer repairs.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. If you're asking for $47 million, like, why even offer $3 million? That clearly isn't going to be enough
1: Yeah, that's somehow more insulting than zero.
0: Yeah. So the water infrastructure continued to deteriorate and residents continued to complain. There was really low water pressure. There's sewage floating in the streets, which ugh. and the city continued to not really be able to do anything about it because they're not getting the aid money from the state that they need. And then that all culminated in this outage that happened. Near the end of last month, carried into this month, August 2022, September 2022. In response, Governor Tate Reeves had to deploy. That's a good ass name. That's a governor ass name right there. That's
1: a governor or heartthrob actor's name.
0: Yeah. He had to deploy 600 National Guard members to hand out water and hand sanitizer. Joe Biden declared Jackson a disaster area so FEMA could come in and set up concentration camps or whatever the conspiracy theorists think fema does so it's very bad and seeing as how they don't have the money to fix their water system it will be bad again and you don't know it's the same thing as texas like texas i feel like that as much as you know fucking joe rogan types have been fleeing to texas for all the freedom that freedom isn't going to be so nice when your power grid goes down every winter because you live in Texas. So you don't have to deal with things like environmental regulations and global warming.
1: So quote bumper stickers, Adam freedom, isn't free. Yeah,
0: it's not. And in Texas, it means you're going to have constant blackouts in the winter because global warming is going to make winters worse. And the Texas Power Grid is not outfitted for that shit. But it's also not connected to any other states, so they can't get help from other states when that happens. So enjoy your fucking blackouts, Joe Rogan. Must feel good. He probably just, like, does a bunch of DMT.
1: I don't think he's in the situation where he's getting blackouts.
0: Yeah, he's got a generator. He's not.
1: He's fine.
0: Yeah. So, meanwhile, in another part of Mississippi, there's another huge problem.
1: Yeah.
0: A worse problem. A much worse problem. And that problem former NFL quarterback Brett Favre.
1: And he is a problem. God,
0: he's a problem. He's always been a problem. He was a problem for the Packers when he kept refusing to retire, which was kind of funny, but also... Yeah. Why would you if you're getting all them Percocets?
1: (laughs) Exactly. How else was he going to get pain pills? I love when people were like, Some people got like, they got a little shamey about that. And I was like, I don't know what kind of addiction you want this man to have, but he is a professional tackling dummy.
0: Yeah. And if you think he's alone on an island of pain pill addiction in the NFL, oh no. Oh. You got another thing coming there. So Brett Favre, he was born in Mississippi. He played college football at Southern Mississippi. He lives in Mississippi now.
1: He does crimes in Mississippi. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he clearly loves the state a lot, unless you're one of the 19.6% of Mississippians who live below the poverty line. In which case, Brett Favre thinks you are far less valuable than a new volleyball stadium for his daughter. Brett Favre should be in prison for this. What's a volleyball stadium? And yeah,
1: who needs
0: a dedicated volleyball stadium? Is Southern Miss that good at fucking volleyball?
1: I understand Title IX is important. You know, I understand it. It's important to watch sports that aren't as good or entertaining, but how many tickets you sell into these games where you need a stadium
0: and how different can the flooring needs be between a basketball stadium and a volleyball stadium, just play at the basketball stadium.
1: Yeah. Like- I mean, I don't know what it's like to have to like, you know, dive on. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what the floor is made of on a volleyball stadium. Is it money? Is it taxpayer money? <laughs>
0: I mean, whatever it is, you could just cover the basketball court with that.
1: Ice, like in hockey.
0: Yeah, like at the Crypt. When, you know, the Kings play, they don't play on the Lakers hardwood court. They
1: put ice over it. Is the ice over it or under it? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think the ice is under it and kept and maintained. That makes more sense,
0: because where would you put the
1: ice? Like, you can move the floor. Yeah, the reason I know this is because one time at a Celtics preseason game in Worcester where LeBron was playing, everybody packed that place to see. This was back in the day, back when I was in Massachusetts. And they had to call the game because it was so warm in the center, in the DCU center, that the ice underneath it was starting to like sweat out. And it was creating like (laughs) a slick floor. And they were like, yeah, we can't fucking play here.
0: It would have been very funny if they kept playing
1: there. Yeah, seeing LeBron tear his ACL in Worcester, Mass.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys do a thing where their stadium is natural grass, but they have a roof over the stadium. So when they're not playing, the grass just rolls out (laughs) separate from the stadium and just grows in the sun. And then when it's time for a game, the grass rolls back in. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Probably not the best for the environment, because I'm sure they are pumping lots of precious Dallas water into that football field.
1: I didn't see Dallas in this Jackson, Mississippi problem, so let's go for it. Yeah, that's true.
0: Maybe what I Jackson, will add, Mississippi needs is a fucking football stadium
1: to fix their water crisis. Here's what I'll add, by the way. I feel like the Dallas Cowboys, it's sort of like the when you found out what Al Gore, how much electricity he was using. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, but he's doing a lot more for the good. Right. I but, feel like Jerry Jones is like, oh, I don't know if you know this, but we're like 60% of the revenue in Dallas.
0: Yeah. He's also a very bad owner, but only because he thinks he's a good GM. and He's not. Anyway, that's for another podcast called You Don't Even Like Sports, which is about how Jeff doesn't even
1: like sports. That's not true. It's not how you don't like sports.
0: Let's get back to what could have been an episode of You Don't Even Like Sports. And I think I suggested it at one point, but then I just decided to combine it. What's going on with Brett Favre? There's this big scandal brewing in the state of Mississippi, big enough that state auditor Shad White called it Mississippi's largest public corruption case in the past two decades.
1: I will add another banger of a name.
0: Yeah, not Chad White. Shad.
1: Shad White.
0: That's smooth. That's R&B singer territory right
1: there. That goes down like high life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He should have been in Jodacy with a name like that. So back in May, a lawsuit was filed by the Mississippi Department of Human Services against several individuals, including Brett Favre and former pro wrestler Ted DiBiase. And you might be asking which one? Good question. Both and his son.
1: Yeah. He's the million dollar man because that's what he embezzles.
0: Yeah. Those million dollars were diverted from Mississippi welfare funds.
1: We used to make a joke that he was the million dollar man, but he also had the million dollar belt, which means he wasn't liquid. (laughs) All his money was tied up in the belt.
0: That's true. So this lawsuit was filed a couple weeks after a mother and son team, Nancy New, 69. Nice. More like
1: Nancy Drew.
0: (laughs) All right. And Zachary New, 39. Nice. Pleaded guilty to state criminal charges tied to misspending funds from the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families Anti-Poverty Program. So probably the exact program that you would go to if, say, I don't know, the water supply in your city ran out and you didn't have the funds to buy water filtration systems or any of the other number of things residents of Jackson probably need now. Or if you need a volleyball stadium. Yeah. I mean, they could just go get water at the volleyball stadium. I don't know what the big hairy deal
1: is here. If you're wondering what Nancy New looks like, it's exactly what you'd think Nancy New looks like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She looks like Nancy New.
1: She looks like somebody that you would write into that gives advice, but from an evil newspaper.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Advice from like a Southern perspective, but like Southern in quotes. Yeah. In
1: quotes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So in the case of Brett Favre and Ted DiBiase, both, they were paid more than a million dollars each for speaking engagements, which That alone, them being paid for speaking engagements out of Mississippi Welfare Fund money would be scandalous enough, but they were fake speaking engagements.
1: Well, yeah, because who's spending a million dollars to talk to the million dollar man? That's not his rate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they were engagements that they didn't show up for. They didn't have to. They weren't real. So they were just funneling money to Ted DiBiase and Brett Favre for no real reason, just so it didn't go to poor people.
1: It's so funny that they're in this together because they are like the other sports version of the other guy.
0: Yeah, a little bit.
1: It's like a, a middling talent, runs around, relatively lives off of cruelty,
0: <laughs> In probably
1: supported slavery way too late.
0: They were both paid more than a million dollars for these speaking engagements. Some of the funds were also spent on rehab in Malibu for Ted DiBiase's son, also a pro wrestler. But I think once I mention this part, it's going to... Change some hearts and minds in Ted DiBiase's defense he is a Christian evangelist and motivational speaker now so it's kind of his job to scam people out of money he's just doing the path that he's been put yeah. on
1: this is twilight career yeah exactly
0: yeah. Brett Favre was ordered to repay $1.1 that he received in speaking fees. And he has, and here's the thing, that's how you know he didn't need the fucking money. The fact that he was able to pay that $1.1 back that quick, you know he
1: didn't fucking need it. It's like when I steal MMs at Target. If I get caught, I'm just like, oh yeah, I forgot to pay for these. Here, here's a buck ninety nine.
0: Yeah, but I don't think you should be beaten to death for that. Brett Favre, man, you should be in front you of me. I think a-
1: I should be beaten to death for way less than that.
0: Well, I think you should be beaten to death, but not for that specifically. Oh. That's all. So he has yet to repay the 228000 he owes in interest.
1: Interesting. Maybe he's just like, it's principal, man. I ain't going to do that, man. And you ain't going to steal from me. I steal from you. On top of that, the suit also alleges that Favre hosted
0: a stock sales presentation for a company he was involved in called Prevacus that was trying to develop a concussion drug. And it's like, Brett... I think the ship has sailed in
1: your case. I I also don't feel like he should be in. Like, who's taking advice from Brett Favre? Yeah. yeah. If it's not about throwing a football or how to, like, be a creep, I'm not taking advice from him.
0: Or how to siphon money from Mississippi welfare funds. But he blew it. He failed at that. No, he didn't. He was the largest stockholder in the company, and he hit up the CEO to ask Nancy New to get welfare funds to be invested in Prevacus. And they got $2 million. So it's not his fault that they got caught. That's insane. $2 million of money meant to help needy families in their neediest of moments went to fund a company that's trying to make concussions normal.
1: Concussion medicine, like a concussion drug. I'm still trying to feel, because like, if you know what a concussion is, it's a physical ailment into your brain. It's like your brain is touching your skull, but it involves has touched
0: like swelling and whatnot. Those are things. Yeah, I know, but it would be
1: like sprained ankle drugs. Yeah. You'd be like, do we not have anything for that?
0: Yeah, you'd think there's got to be something already. Maybe it just works really well. Maybe it placeboed Brett Favre into thinking he'd recovered from yeah. his history of You've seen his
1: forehead. Yeah. His brain's been swelling for years. When
0: Favre first started paying back the money for the speaking fees, he said he didn't know it was coming from welfare funds. But turns out that was a lie.
1: Get out of town.
0: As part of this lawsuit, there have been text messages that have since been entered into evidence that show Favre not only knew about the source of funds, but also met with then Governor Phil Bryant personally about the various ways he wanted to spend the money.
1: You know how you know this is a problem? Terrible name.
0: Phil Bryant? Yeah. Yeah, it's not great.
1: That's not as good of a name as Shad.
0: One text from Bryant to Nancy New reads, just left Brett Favre. I didn't even know they were dating, but cool. Uh, can we help him with his project? We should meet soon to see how I can make sure we keep your projects on
1: course. He's a star fucker, isn't he?
0: It seems like it. Yeah.
1: I just met Brett Favre. He signed my pennant.
0: <laughs> yeah, that project he's talking about. Five million dollars for a new volleyball stadium at Southern Mississippi University. Because his daughter is playing volleyball there at the time. And you know... Who fucking cares? College volleyball, get the fuck out of here. Talk to me when it's Olympics time.
1: Yeah, right. Call me when you've got Missy May Trainer running up here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know what a volleyball stadium looks like. It's the beach.
1: Yeah, it's is wherever Gabrielle Reese is.
0: <laughs> Are you building a beach in Mississippi? Because I mean, that's probably you
1: know, there's coastline there. That's reasonable. And that would take money. Yeah. 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 Honestly, if they made a beach with that money, I'd be like, all right, beach volleyball stadium. I don't trust Brett Favre
0: involved in that whatsoever.
1: No, no. Girls no, no, no. only, man. She's like, don't worry, it's, it's to benefit young girls. <laughs> Women that are of legal age, but also still too young to have good conversation.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it was all because his daughter's playing there. By the time this revelation came out, the amount of misspent welfare funds the state had uncovered had ballooned from $20 million to 77 million that seems like more
1: money than mississippi
0: has yeah like you hear about embezzlement cases like this a lot like there was one that happened in this tiny town and this woman took like 30 million dollars from this town in illinois and even the people who lived there even the people involved were like we had that much we had that much that is a baller theft
1: if i'm being honest one piece at a time that shit uh,
0: it's pretty crazy. She hit it
1: because she was also heavily involved in, like,
0: show horses. So one side thought that she was just, like, making a ton of money in the show horse trade. And then the show horse people were like, God damn, she gets paid a lot to be comptroller of that tiny Illinois town. And, like, they just eventually came together and were like, Wait, she shouldn't have all this money. We gotta embezzle.
1: I agree. We should... Like, how do we do that?
0: Um... It seems like we just need to hit up Brett Favre. It's not like we don't have connections that know Brett Favre. Hmm. So fair. we could just take that route because this does seem like a good time to mention. We don't have to go into all the details, but uh, Brett Favre also sent pictures of his dick to our friend Jen Sturger and she complained about it and
1: got fired over it, right? She got fired. Yeah, she did the right thing and her life got ruined. Yeah. And the more you read about this, like I've known Jen for years. I didn't realize that she'd literally never met him. Yeah. He just saw her her number and yeah.
0: And like got her number from someone at the Jets, which that alone is fucked up. Yeah. But just because it's Brett Favre. And it's like, what did you think Brett Favre was going to do for the Jets? He's not a miracle worker. Come on. The way they worshipped him when he came to the Jets. Get the fuck out of here. But yeah, Yeah, someone gave him her number and he started calling her and texting her.
1: Yeah. And then, oh, buddy.
0: And then sent a picture of his dick while he was wearing pink Crocs.
1: Yeah, which is a lot of... That's cycled back, actually. Yeah. yeah, That's in vogue again to do that.
0: Yeah, well, the pink Crocs became a big, big talking point in that. And yeah, if you go back and look at a lot of the coverage around that, it's gross. I read an article, I don't know if this motherfucker is still writing sports articles, but I'll find it and link to it. I want to say it was Bleacher Report, it was someone like that. And his whole thing was, it was called, like, A Few Thoughts on the Jen Sturger situation. And it was all about, hey, ma'am, maybe if you don't dress that way, Brett Favre won't send you pictures of his dick, okay? And it's like, man, you should be Beaten with a rubber hose, sir.
1: Yeah, it's funny because there's a dead spin article about it where it kind of interviews it. And as I'm reading it, I'm like, okay. But then the author really makes a specific point to remind you he's a huge piece of shit, was asked not to say anything. Yes. And he was like, uh, no, I'm going to do that. And she was like, can you not, please? And like for quite some time. And then eventually he's just like, no, I'm going to.
0: Yeah. The whole situation was super duper gross. And yeah, like Brett Favre... There weren't really any ramifications for that. And it seems like there's not going to be any ramifications for this welfare fraud thing. Yeah.
1: It's a reminder that when people of wealth and power and fame do evil things, the people that get punished for it are the victims. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jen is a perfect example of that. She's a microcosm of a, in the pre Me Too world, She did what she was supposed to do and lost her job because of it, while the perpetrator just continued living his life and, like, getting her life ruined more. She still gets people that talk shit on her on social media. Yeah, it's gross.
0: It's gross. And with this welfare thing, that volleyball stadium so far is the largest known fraudulent purchase in this scheme so you would think brett Favre would be in some serious legal jeopardy here but when a state's attorney tried to subpoena documents related to the volleyball stadium current governor tate reeves had that attorney fired so it seems like they're not too intent on punishing brett Favre for this but
1: you don't go after mississippi's one celebrity Yeah. The million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase.
0: You don't go after the guy who probably didn't win Mississippi a national championship? I don't remember... Southern Miss winning the national title at any point. Like, who fucking cares? Played football.
1: So, yeah. Idiot. Fuck Brett Favre. That's Brett Favre in Mississippi. I used to have Brett Favre jerseys. It's the most embarrassing thing about me.
0: I had a Brett Favre t shirt that I should have saved because I'm sure there was a window there where I could have flipped it on eBay, like a pre scandal Brett Favre window. Because I worked at McDonald's, and they had some promotion involving Brett Favre. So I had, as a Bears fan, had to wear a
1: fucking Brett Favre shirt to work. Did you know that if you win that contest, he comes to your house and steals all your money?
0: Oh, and shows you and his then dick. And
1: shows his dick to your wife, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great.
1: But then he builds a volleyball stadium <sighs> for his daughter in your backyard. A fucking asshole. So I think that's our episode, right? <sighs> Man, Mississippi, we're sorry. I don't know what else to say. We're sorry. We're sorry about literally everything about you.
0: Yeah. You've had a rough go of things as a state, as a populace.
1: Yeah.
0: Black residents of Mississippi.
1: Let's be oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And honest they, here. Yeah it's been rough for them for quite some time if i'm being honest
0: qualifiers yeah but uh yeah hopefully things i mean it seems like the water situation at least in terms of people being able to drink water has sort of turned around in mississippi but or in jackson but it's just going to go back to being bad again next time there's
1: yeah those pipes are dissolving
0: yeah next time there's weather severe enough to knock it off line it'll happen again it it's sucks. funny whenever
1: you look at American infrastructure and they're like this bridge was made to last for 45 years and you're like how old is it they're like to five years old are you guys gonna fix it no sir nope we're just gonna let a tractor trailer run right over it and eventually some of it's gonna crumble yeah that's kind of
0: our approach right now I mean we did sign that infrastructure bill but who knows if it's gonna be enough
1: Brett Favre's getting all of that yeah that's
0: all going to volleyball stadiums.
1: Volleyball stadiums across the country, like Cobra Kai.
0: Yeah. He's going to open indoor beach volleyball stadium slash bar and grill.
1: That is something that you would find in Dubai. Probably.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or the Mall of America. <sighs>
0: Love the Mall of America.
1: We should go to the Mall of America. Let's go. Have a big celebrity signing, like where the cast of Saved by the Bell in 1992 or yeah, something. Yeah, just set up tables outside of Barnes and Noble. And people are going to be like, who the fuck are these guys? You're supposed to be here? Yeah. No. We'll sign any book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just bring us any book.
1: What do you got? Anything. And it's just going to be copies of The Iron Giant. Yeah, probably. No matter what we do. That's fine. That's fine. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah. People don't respond. The way they used to we might have to bring back a vintage iron giant thing yeah
0: we gotta find the right victim rally the troops
1: does brett farve have a twitter account oh that's a good question you know i mean that could be fun does he um i don't know he, he shouldn't like if i was him i very much wouldn't he sure does
0: yeah it's at brett Favre. easy at enough. brett
1: Favre. yeah ask brett Favre if he'll loan you his copy of the iron giant
0: yeah and he's been he just tweeted something August 23rd.
1: Yeah. Pray with me on Hallow app. Yeah. Wait, is that an app about praying? They are one of the sponsors that have
0: started to like separate from Brett Favre over this, which is good to know.
1: Well, yeah, because he didn't say anything about abortion.
0: Right. (laughs) Exactly. He didn't divert any of those funds. To anti-abortion causes.
1: Yeah, so they were like, no, thank you. So yeah, do yourselves a favor and um, ask at Brett Favre on Twitter and probably on Instagram. You can also comment on that. Ask to borrow his copy of the Iron Giant. Let's bring it back for a nice little reunion. And
0: let's not forget, that's Favre, F-A-V-R-E.
1: Yeah, because he's uh, an idiot and doesn't yeah, know how to spell his, family his own misspelled, fucking name.
0: misspelled their own name, and so it's Brett Favre. So yeah, ask to borrow Brett Favre's copy of the iron giant on twitter do it do it
1: that's, a vintage uh, unpops maneuver right here
0: that's all i got to plug jeff what do you got to
1: plug uh guys if you are on twitter don't uh, forget to go to brett Favre. that's at brett b-r-e-t-t-f-a-v-r-e <laughs> and ask him if he has copy of the iron giant While you're there, you can also follow me at Hey There Jeffro. I don't know if you know this. I have cool friends. I have a show called Jeff Has Cool Friends, uh, which is available at Patreon.com slash Jeff May for early uncensored episodes with bonus content. You can listen to it for free a week later. So this week you can get Alex Hooper. It's a hell of an episode. And uh, you can also uh, check out uh, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network. As well as You Don't Even Like Sports, a sports podcast about how Adam doesn't like sports. Nope. Uh, and that's here. That's on Unpops. And uh, what? Jose Can Say Cast just got released for free, right?
0: Jose Can Say Cast is released for free in, uh
1: John Daly,
0: coming very, very soon.
1: And I would like to shout out, by the way, Adam, that we got gifts from listener, uh, I believe Mike Williams sent us some John Daly merch.
0: Very nice.
1: Um, and that I'm supposed to get these to you at some point in time, which is weird because I don't want to see you.
0: I mean, we got this shiny new studio. Come on down.
1: Ooh, a nudio. <laughs> cause, no, because you're naked. No, while that's, you're recording that's for is. porn.
0: All right, let's get out of here, Jeff. Say goodbye. You get the Brett Favre's
1: a huge piece of shit rookie card, everybody.
0: Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs> Jamming <me> shit. <laughs> Object to Bristol Street. Bring a the blood objects to Bristol Street. I'm not-